right, here we go. On today's episode of My Wax Museum, I'm joined by my friend Anna Frankham. Anna tells us a whole lot about what it's like to have a twin brother, being an EMT, and how to deal with tough situations, as well as how she's relied on her family in times of tragedy. Now, of course, this was all talked about during a 45-minute conversation, but I encourage you, after this conversation is done, to go out and have your own five-minute conversation with somebody who you know already. Get to know them a little bit better just by lending a listening ear. Without further ado, let's jump into today's episode with my friend, Anna Frankham. Anna Frankham, welcome to my Wax Museum, officially. Officially, yes. Excited. So tell me, uh, where are you from, Anna? I am from Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Which, of course, we know is Las Vegas, Nevada. (laughs) Basically Vegas. It's basically Vegas. Um, which actually, actually though, how far is it from Vegas? Um, it's about nine hours, nine hours from Vegas. So So basically not Vegas, not at all. So you you live as close to Vegas as I live to home right now. Yes, exactly. So So, not even close, not, not at all. So, but still Vegas, still, still Vegas. I mean, it's Nevada, right? Yeah. Everything is Nevada Nevada is Vegas. (laughs) So, uh, you're, you're from Tahoe. Lake yes. Tahoe. Do you mm-hmm. say Tahoe Lake or Lake Tahoe? Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Okay. And what what is it like growing up there? What was that experience like? Um, adventurous. Adventurous. That. Um, so we live in the mountains, giant lake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super deep. It's freezing cold all times of the year. Really? Yeah. Um, so it's. Uh, I've learned to to kayak a lot um there's a lot of rock climbing around there yeah. so I, I've grown to love that um I've also enjoyed mountain biking and hiking there and just all the the outdoors things because um outdoors is better than inside I think so yeah I agree <laughs> so is it is it is Lake Tahoe a town or is um, it a city or what's so Lake Tahoe is just the lake, and there's a bunch of little towns. Um, I'm specifically in Incline Village. Okay. Um, that's on the Nevada side, and then there's um, a city called South Lake Tahoe. Okay. But that's in California. So. Okay, so Lake Tahoe is on the border of Nevada and California? Yeah, it's basically split in half. Half of it's Nevada, half of it's California. Okay, so. okay. Is there like, I know there are some lakes where people, you know, will claim it to be one or the other. Is that one of those lakes? Like, do people from Nevada say, no, it's um, in Nevada? Yes, yep. Yeah, uh, it's definitely from Nevada. It's definitely um, in Nevada. Because it's in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Um, sorry, California. You get the ocean. Um, we'll, we'll take Lake Tahoe. You'll so. take Lake Tahoe. That's perfect. So um, there are a lot of different towns and you said inclined village yeah and so what's that like paint me a a picture of what that's um it's a small little town um really close to the the water's edge there's um like a little market and some gas stations a subway um and then just a bunch of houses so um not so much a town as a, a grouping of houses and whenever you um need to go to the store everything you just drive down um, Mount Rose Highway into Reno Nevada um, and that's where 
that's the the city that's yeah um so yeah it's just really small one little strip of of road going through it um that goes around the whole lake um and yeah it's just pretty small lots of trees tons of pine trees yeah i'm in a beautiful view yeah that's awesome that sounds so cool that sounds nothing like nevada nothing like the nevada (laughs) that i've seen i've only seen the vegas part yeah cactus and sagebrush yeah yeah so there you said for fun growing up you'd go on a lot of hikes and stuff yeah yeah okay Um, so we uh, just whenever every saturday we would get up and we'd be like okay what height does my dad have for us in store this time whether it's a 20 mile hike or a two mile hike we never really knew until saturday morning um but it was always fun and this was so this was something you did with your family yes every saturday um almost every saturday of course we had to have the saturdays where we cleaned that Mm -hmm. was when mom was in charge um (laughs) but we would always either go mountain biking hiking do something outdoors every saturday That's awesome. And so where where in your family do you fall? Um, I'm the second oldest. You're the second oldest yes. of of five. Okay. And how many how many boys, how many girls? So my brother James, um, he's he's my age, he's my twin. Yeah. Um, and then He's the one older than you? Yes. And he's older by by um it's I think it's seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. He's older than you by seven minutes. Yep. And you still have to tell people that you're the second oldest. Yeah. I'll oh. I'll I'll give him that, I Rough. guess. I mean, so. do you really want to be the oldest anyways? People say, oh, the older child, she's probably bossy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so you just, he's the oldest. You're he's the, the second oldest. oldest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he makes the rules. I'm the reason we have the rules. So. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's good that you came as a package deal then. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I have a younger brother who's 16. And then okay. uh, two younger sisters who are 14 and 9. Okay, and do you do you enjoy having a fairly large family then? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, just because all my siblings were just a bunch of friends, um, mm-hmm. just hang out all the time, have a ton of inside jokes. Um, yeah, having a large family is really fun. Yeah, so. that's awesome. I can attest to that as well <laughs> myself, and uh, I I know how enjoyable it can be you kind of have built-in friends a little bit yeah. right and built-in enemies too sometimes. exactly like oh you when they're cranky in the morning you kind of yeah know oh them yeah did you always, did you always get along with them or do you get along with them better now or um I've always gotten along with them really well um just because I figured I have to live with them for mm-hmm. my my life so why not get along with them um of course there's always like the arguments of and just different um different things but i've always gotten along really well with them yeah well that's great and i'm curious you're the first person i've had on the podcast who has a twin (laughs) yeah so i'm curious what that's like you're not identical twins obviously Uh, you're very not identical (laughs) not at all he's very dark skin (laughs) so so what what was that like having somebody your age, you know, from the same family, always with you for your whole life? Um, it made dating very interesting. <laughs> really? <laughs> he was like every every date was a double date with him mm-hmm. and me. And um so that was 
quite interesting, a little bit like just let's just do our own things. Yeah. Um, but as as kids, he was my best friend. Um, we would always dress up as like Batman and Robin really? or like Blue and Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> we'd always like fight crime together. Yeah. Um, and growing up, we've kind of always just been really good friends. Um, but at some points, you just kind of need to do your own thing and not yeah. have a twin. <laughs> um, so so was, there, was there a specific time where you remember having that difficulty where you're thinking, okay, can I not have this person attached <laughs> to me everywhere I go? Um, definitely middle school where you're insecure about everything. Hmm. Um, in middle school um, oh, yeah. Yeah. and you just kind of want to break away you want to be older um, but you're not mm-hmm. you're stuck in seventh grade um, and then up through like freshman year freshman sophomore year um, and then back um, <clears throat> in junior and senior years when we just like I'm so glad I have this friend so yeah yeah because I know from conversations outside um, of the podcast, I know how important your brother is to yeah. you as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so you say that generally cl- came closer to the end of high school when you started to really have an appreciation for for him. Yeah, way? yeah. Um, I started realizing like he's he is my best friend. Like mm-hmm. we we hang, hung out so much, and like I said, at some points it was a burden, but at at some points it was some of the best times I've had. So. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys share a lot of the same friends then? Um, yes. Um, he dated my best friend and I dated his best friend. Really? Um, so, yeah, we had a lot of um, close, close friends yeah. together. Just this big group and James and I were kind of the center of it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And what about your other siblings? Because you're 18, right? Yes. Yep. And so what about you have a 16-year-old brother? Mm-hmm. Are you close at all with him or is it... Like what that what is that connection yeah. like? Yeah. Um so he's he's the one I always share all my stupid jokes, my stupid puns with. Is that cuz he um, thinks they're funny or thinks they're dumb? Um a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> they're, um funny in their stupidity. Yes. Okay, perfect. So and since um James left, he left this past um week for Tarasina to Brazil. Mm. Um I've kind of grown a little bit closer to Josh even in this this last week yeah. just because uh, I need someone to talk to yeah um, so I'll just go and I'll send him a stupid video so he's always been really close so yeah. that's good that's good and uh, being what, what's it like for you being an older sister to two younger ones um it's sometimes it's a little bit of a burden like um you you have to always be a good example mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't want to be a good example sometimes you just want to do go wherever you don't want to you need your own support like mental support but then you have to go and like support them mentally and um so it's always been really fun but sometimes it's you get a little bit old of playing barbies with them but then there's always those days where you're like oh i wish i could play barbies with someone right now yeah just something that doesn't matter it's just some Mm -hmm. weight that you can relax yeah i guess right Mm -hmm. so for you you said that your 
uh, trying to set an example for them. You're yeah. trying to be that older sister. I'm trying. Right? <laughs> yep. What are what are some ways that you do that? What are what are some ways that you try to to be that good example? Um. Oh, that's hard. Um. So just like being far away from them. Mm-hmm. Um. About ten hour drive from them. So I always like I'll use like Marco Polo app and I'll like send them a little message or I'll send them a little note. Um, and I'll always try to treat my other siblings the way I want them to treat their other siblings. Cause, mm-hmm. um, my two little sisters argue quite a bit. Um, they are immovable force and unstoppable thing. So, yeah. um, they, they argue a lot. So I always try to be the peacemaker a little bit with them. So That's good. And what, what do you do to try and be the peacemaker? Like what, what does a peacemaker do? Um, I, I try to help them clean their room. Mm-hmm. I help them with, yeah, just different chores. I tell them to <laughs> just... Just calm down and go to their separate places whenever they're arguing, which is quite a bit. Yeah. Um, just, uh, yeah, be be someone who can tell them to take a chill pill and yeah. just go away. So, just kind of mediate the conflict. Yep, yeah. yep. And uh, always, like, come to me like, she, she pulled my hair. She, like, punched me. Like, okay, what actually happened? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she really, like did she really pull your hair kind of thing so yeah and did you did you learn to be a peacemaker uh, from one of your parents or did you figure it out or did you have someone kind of be a good example to you of that um my older brother has always been really good example he's always been very mellow always kind to everyone i've only seen him mad like once or twice honestly um so i've always strived to be like him and then um Definitely my mom has always been a, a pretty good peacemaker when um, when my siblings are fighting. So mm-hmm. I've, I've never met your mom. I've met your dad, which uh, yes. was uh, quite the fun adventure that <laughs> we all was. had. Um, but how, how did your mom teach you that? How did she uh, lead by example in that way, being a peacemaker? Um, just when, whenever my brothers and I were arguing, she would step in. Um, so I would always, I always want to be the one to step in when my other siblings are arguing. So, um, after like a long day, she doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, she just always taught me to, to be kind that everyone is going through like different struggles and everything. And even within your own family, you don't know what everyone is going through. So you have to just be peaceful and, and understanding of their struggles. Hmm. So. Is she a pretty pretty understanding and calm person then? Yes, yeah. Um, she's very understanding. She balances out my dad quite nicely, yeah, actually. Yeah. So. Because your dad's a little bit more intense? He is. Um, he's, yeah. Um, he acts a little bit more on his emotions and the immediate reaction. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's like, okay, let's, let's think about this. Let's calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She takes a step back from the, from the situation and <laughs> yep. kind of watches it. Yeah. So, and my, my dad never bluffs is, is, uh, I got this amazing story. So <laughs> my little brother, Josh, yep. he, he didn't want to clean his room 
And whenever, like, yeah, like who wants to clean their room? Yeah. So whenever um, he didn't want it, my dad would take his toys and throw them in the trash and then always take them back out, right? Yeah. Um, And he, uh, one day Josh is like, dad, you're just going to take them back out. I'm not going to clean my room at all. Oh, no. So um, what my dad did is he took, took his toy out. And um, he actually lit it on fire. Really? <laughs> He's like, son, I need you to know this, that I I never bluff. <laughs> so That's yep. awesome. Yep. So, uh, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Props to your dad. <laughs> yeah, so we learned uh, from then on to always clean your room <laughs> Yeah. if you want to keep your toys. Dad doesn't bluff. Yep. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Oh, man. I... I mean, I know that if I were a kid and my mm-hmm. parent did that to me, <laughs> I'd be just torn up inside. <laughs> yeah, you're like, my Batman toy is lit on fire in the backyard. What is that is what it this? was? It was. was it Batman toys? Yeah, it was a Batman uh, action figure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Don't worry, we have plenty more. So. <laughs> oh, of course, from what I what I know, you're pretty yeah, big. Yeah, kind of like Batman. <laughs> big comic book. Are you, are you a comic book fan, or are you mostly about the movies or the um, cartoons? I... Depends on the universe. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did grow up reading a lot of comic books, mostly DC, a lot of Superman, Batman, Justice League. Um, and I also love the, the cartoons of the Justice Leagues and yeah. everything. Um, and then I I love the movies, but more the Marvel movies because there's some, some DC movies that we're not going to mention because yeah. they're not very good at all, so... Out of out of all of those movies, out of f- first the Marvel movies. Okay. <laughs> out of Marvel movies, what's your favorite? Oh, that's so hard. Um, I love Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yes, like the visuals of it are it fantastic. It is very cool. Eh? Um, and also the the medical side of it, because mm-hmm. I always wanted always wanted to be a doctor. So I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And maybe if I get in a car accident, I can get superpowers. You can get superpowers. <laughs> Great way to look well, at things. Well, yeah, exactly. Right? Oh. Got to keep positive. Yeah, optimism, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that optimism? Uh, mm. We can I, I guess that's looking at the bright side. Yeah. Right? I mean, if go. I get in a car accident. Maybe don't yeah. try to get in a car <laughs> Hopefully accident. Hopefully not texting and driving. Texting and, and driving about, wasn't it about some surgery or something? Too? Yeah. He wasn't, just, he wasn't just asking somebody how they were. He was. Nope. It's about a surgery, like after a conference or something. So. Yeah. I'll try not to do that. So. Yeah, no. Try. I mean, don't. Don't. Yeah. Do <laughs> don't. Okay, so Doctor Strange. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big one. Yes. Is it? Is it mostly the movie or is it his character as well? Do you like the character Doctor um, Strange? I love the character. Um, yeah, I just think he. It's very, very well written. Um, yeah, just fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then the visuals of the movie are just are really awesome cool to as watch. Well. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so then of DC movies. Of DC movies. Um, not excluding the cartoons. Okay, yeah. Excluding the, the animated movies, I should call them, not cartoons. Yes. Um, there's not that many good ones, I'll be honest. Um, Wonder Woman was good. That's one mm-hmm. of the more recent ones that yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then the, the Batman trilogy with, with Heath Ledger um, as the Joker. Yeah. Those ones are obviously the best. Those so. Very, very well done. 
Yep. So, so okay, uh, and then and then out of out of the animated movies, do animated you have a favorite? Movies. Are you very familiar with them? Um, the DC ones. So we watched the Justice League cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess those aren't really movies, um, but we used to watch those all the time. Um, and then the the Superman and the Batman cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, but not really too much of the movies, more of the TV shows. So. You, you should watch the movies. You, you'd should probably I? like them. They All did right, a really, really good would. job on them. So we'll, we'll have to find, okay, find some copies Okay, sounds good. Them. We'll have a movie night. Absolutely, yeah. So then um, you, you mentioned uh, when we were talking about Doctor Strange, how you always wanted to go into the medical field. Yes. Uh, tell us about that. Oh, um, so my dad is a, a doctor. He's a, a PharmD. So he's a doctor at a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And he, ever since I was little, I was like, I've always loved like, fixing up my stuffed animals and like everything. Um, so I was like, hey, why not like do this um, professionally, like go into my career. And then um, I went to this high school um, that um, I focused on medical um, mm-hmm. So, like, every year we would take, like, medical terminology, um, <clears throat> EMS or EMT. Um, and then um, I became a certified EMT. And ever since then, I'm like, I've, I've always wanted to, to help people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, doctor is a good way to, to help people. So yeah, totally. Following my dad's example, I think. So, so, so you did your EMT. EMT training mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah, my senior year of high school. I know Tanner's always bragging to us about how <laughs> cool that is. Um, and, and I mean, that's awesome. That's really cool. How long of a program was that for you? Um, it was my my whole senior year, so two semesters. Two I, don't, semesters I don't know so how many months. months. Yeah, 10, ten nine months. months or something like that. So, yeah. Um, it normally is about a four month program, but since it was paired with my senior um, yeah, academics were, yeah we just combined them both so that's really interesting so so what kind of stuff were you trained to do because i heard before we started the podcast you were talking uh out in the kitchen mm-hmm. at my apartment about the difference between being a paramedic and being an emt yeah right so what's what's the difference um so so emts we just um we do more of the the basic stuff okay um more trauma and some medical and then paramedics they they can do um, they can start ivs they can um do more advanced procedures um in emergency situations Mm -hmm. so um yeah, I know a lot of the basics and a lot of the different um, medical things, but I can't give, I can only give a few drugs for um, certain scenarios while okay. paramedics can give like narcotics and um, some more advanced pain medication right, right. to get them to the hospital. So Right, so you, be, you have like extreme first aid training. Yeah. Plus, like some extra plus, stuff. Plus, yeah, top. <laughs> yeah. Plus a lot. So that's cool. Do you have to? Do you uh, is is it a license that you have? And yeah. Then you have to upkeep it, or yeah. So um, I'm nationally certified. Okay. Um, and then every two years, uh, of course, you have to um, keep up your um, CPR license. Right. And you also have to take continuing education credits. Okay. So um. 
either like you have to have hours in the field um, practicing as an EMT or you can uh, take classes about certain things um, like um, environmental um, emergencies and certain things that focus and you have to get, um, I think it's like 50 hours of um, continuing education just to to keep up your skills. We don't want to have a bunch of... EMTs who were trained when they whipping like out their license from the from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, like wow, look at this! I can save your life. Um, do you do you know there's some more medical procedures that have come since? So. Yeah, I mean the amount of stuff that has changed oh, since yeah. the nineties in medical Seriously. technology. I mean, you even look the the oldest of my siblings was born in ninety four, and the youngest was in two thousand eight. And the difference in how the hospital <laughs> deals with a newborn child oh, yeah, in that time. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's totally different, so much right? better now. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so it, I, that makes sense that you have to, that you have to keep it up, right? Yeah. And, and so have you ever had to use it? Have you ever had to make use of it? Um, like use of my continuing education? Use of your knowledge. Oh, use of in, my knowledge. In the situation, like have you ever had to... Do anything, even like small scale stuff. Oh yeah, um, of course, always like in my internships in the hospital. Like yeah. you have to use like your CPR training to to do certain things. But outside of like specifically using that, um, just at a, I was I was in Trek, um, yeah. a like a pioneer thing, and one lady just comes over and she had uh, cut the top of her finger off. Um, like completely off? It was it was hanging by how how much of the top was it? Like um like a millimeter or a, a, like a centimeter I like think a, a centimeter or two. Like a yeah, centimeter? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was a lot. She was cutting bread and she I don't know she how didn't she did it. She know where the knife was. Uh yeah, she didn't. So who finger was gushing blood Holy cow. so i'm like okay here we go like <laughs> pull out all the gauze and the yeah. certain things and then we sent her off to the hospital so yeah that was that was fun and then um just with my roommates they're really accident prone mm-hmm. um so. yeah i know a couple of them are for sure <laughs> um so yeah just just patching them up um, but nothing too severe yet um outside of work so. I feel like cutting part of your finger off is pretty. Intense. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it is. Okay, so intense. okay, so you're obviously not squeamish at all with that oh, stuff. Oh no, no, that's I've, just. I've always found it fascinating. Honestly, really? I'm like, oh wow, that's red juice coming out of you. What is this? Like, oh, where does it come from? There's How so does many it people work? listening to this just throwing up right now. They can't <laughs> handle it. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'll come save you. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so walk me through this. Okay. The lady cuts her finger off. Okay, yes. let's say I cut okay. part of my finger right off. Right now, you cut okay. your finger off. I cut part of my finger off, Okay. right? It's a disaster. Blood is spewing all over my laptop here <laughs> oh, and the microphones. Oh, and, and I cut it off, and I say, oh, no, Anna, very calmly because I'm in shock. Okay. Oh, no. And I, I you know, yeah, you freeze. I'm, I'm, I'm frozen okay. because I don't, know, I don't know what to do. I just, yeah. you know, oh, there... There it is. It's just dangling <laughs> it's just there. Okay, what, spraying in my face. What would you do? We, we don't have okay. many materials here. No ma- okay, so I so would, would probably... So would we have to go somewhere? Or um, what would we do? For now, I would probably 
just take off my jacket. I'd be okay. willing to sacrifice my jacket That's for very you, kind of you. I mean, fortunately, it's red. It's so red. It so I guess blend in, maybe. Right? You might be able to wear it again. I don't know we'll if you'd see. want to. I'll let you keep it, actually. Yeah, I worked at a dry cleaner's. So. Blood doesn't come out. Oh, okay. Um, so I'd probably just put direct pressure on it. Okay. Um, keep the blood stopped as best as I possibly can. Right. Um, and then you would need to, to go to the hospital to get that Tali sutured back on. So. Okay. And would we hold my finger in place? Would we hold yes. the broken off bit onto the not broken off bit? Yeah. Um, it depends if it is completely separated. Yeah. We would, we would take that and put it in a Ziploc bag. And the Ziploc With ice, ba- right? So a Ziploc bag by itself. And okay. then put that bag on ice. Okay. And then seal that up and then take it to the hospital with you to see if they can um, attach it back on. Just walk in with an offering, my finger on ice. <laughs> can you yep. put this back for me? Please? Here you go. Um, but if it's even slightly attached, we would probably just flop hold, it back on. Flop it back on. And, and hold it there okay. and bandage it up and send you on your way. Maybe if I, we don't have very many materials, so... Yeah. Probably just my jacket would work. So. And hold it on there and get to the hospital. Yep. And get myself fixed up. Get yourself. Does Rexburg have a hospital? I, yes, it does. I think it's very, fairly small, yeah. but I'm not sure, actually. Would they, because I'm curious, is that is that a common thing that happens? People just cut off pieces yeah, of their fingers? Yeah, they just don't see knives. They're not spatially aware enough. <laughs> so, Yeah. Because, I mean, I've cut my fingers, like, a little bit cooking, mm-hmm. but it's been, like, little slices. Yeah, like, okay. Thumb, right? But, yeah, people will definitely Just... cut their fingers off. Wow. Um, yep, I say, yeah, it's a bad mistake people make. Yeah. So. <laughs> Have you ever had an accident like that? Have you ever hurt yourself really bad? Um... Not... I mean, there was one time I was holding a bagel... And mm-hmm. I was cutting it down, yeah. and I, I didn't stop. Sliced your palm open. I sliced all of my palm open because I was late for work. So, but nothing too bad. I yeah. didn't even need stitches or anything. Yeah. Um. So, it was, I'm pretty good at that. So. So it was. It, it was all right. Yeah. It was, okay. Okay. I Cause, vibes. Because so. you're also not. You're not a hands-off kind of person. Like you do things oh, with yeah. your life, right? So mm-hmm. I, f- I, <laughs> I, I feel like you could have the potential to be accident-prone. That's why I ask. <laughs> yeah, um, I have got a lot of um, scars and and different things. Just bumps and bruises. Bump, yeah, from falling off bikes and hiking and hiking. And uh, when I was little, I tore my rotator cuff while rock climbing. What is a rotator cuff? Um, it's it's in your shoulder. Okay. That helps you move your arm. Okay. So, um, you I, tore it. Yeah, while rock climbing. Um, so I have a lot of scar tissue from that. So. What did that require then to fix that? Um, normally, if you're older, it would require a surgery. Yeah. Um, but I just, it just put my arm in a sling and it didn't move it because you were so. young enough that mm-hmm. everything was that, still developing yeah and it and wasn't a complete tear it was okay. only a partial right so we just got it checked out and it it hurt a lot mm-hmm. um and i was so mad because i couldn't climb for months yeah i bet so um and that just degrades your skill over time mm-hmm. um but uh it's all healed now just some 
Well, that's good. Scotty tissue only hurts a little bit now. So. Yeah. Okay, so uh, another crazy story that, of course, you you knew that we'd, we'd get to this. <laughs> you knew that I, I want to ask about this. Um, what happened? You were 16? Uh, three weeks before Christmas, oh, right? Oh, yes. We 16. talk more about this in our Christmas special, but yes. I want to hear the story of like what actually happened. Well, um, I came home from school. It was mm-hmm. a normal Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, just coming home. My mom and my sisters and I believe Josh, they were all sick. Um, so they had stayed home. I, I just got there and I smell this thing and I was like did someone leave the burner on mm-hmm. like what the heck um and it wasn't the burner and I was like okay sat back down kept watching my show and I was like okay what is this and none of my family could smell it because they were sick and I was like okay fine I'll go look maybe I left my heater on upstairs it yeah. was it was winter uh, maybe it fell over and it's like smoking or something so I went upstairs checked my room and I'm like okay no and then I hear this loud crash in my parents' bedroom. And I run over there, and I just open the door to the bathroom, and I see everything is on fire. Holy cow. And I'm like, oh, okay. Just a little bit of shock. Yeah. Like, my house is actually on fire right now. And yeah. I look up, and the whole attic is on fire. I'm like, crap, what do I do? And like, call 911 tell everyone get out of the house like we're all kind of freaking out it's freezing outside so we Mm -hmm. all just run out um fire trucks come and everything and um we didn't really think about putting on coats or anything so my uh my neighbors came Mm -hmm. out and gave us all coats because we couldn't go back in after that yeah so we just sat um my dad was out of town, so it's just my mom and my siblings and I, and sat across the street on the curb um, in these bio jackets um, and watched my house burn down. Um, Holy cow. And then to put uh, some salt in the wound, it started to snow. <laughs> so it snowed the day my house burned down. So it was uh, a little bit much. So. Yeah, what's like that? What what did that feel like? Because I know you make jokes about it now. Oh yeah, you laugh or cry, right? Yeah, so I'll laugh. <laughs> so what what was that like in the moment, though? Um, it was devastating. Yeah, I just called my dad and like freaking out, like I was shaking so bad, and um, I was like, "What what does this mean?" Mm-hmm. Just kind of like well, house the house that I grew up in. Um, that I loved so much and yeah. everything in it, like it's gone and it's Christmas. Why, like, why did this have to happen? Um, and we just stayed at one of someone in, um, down the street. We just stayed at their house. Um, and then we didn't really have anywhere else to go. So we had to go to school the next day. And that was like the hardest thing I've, just... I've ever had to do. Cause I just wanted to just sit there and cry just because yeah. something that was such a big part of my life was gone yeah your um, home my home like and you come home from school and you don't have a home like what what do you do then um so that was definitely definitely a hard experience um 
but I'm just grateful everyone in my family made it out okay. So yeah. that's that's honestly all that matters. So that's crazy. Did you? I mean, this would have been right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. So. And and you you sit there and you see your house just burning down. Yeah, on fire. So. And I mean. I I have no words for what that must have yeah, been like. It was uh, devastating. Yeah. Heart wrenching. And then you had to so, go straight back to school the next day. School and so many people didn't didn't understand. They're like, oh, wait, wait, your house burned down. Yeah. Like they just couldn't understand that. Like I didn't have a home anymore to go to that I was like after that I we stayed in a hotel yeah um they just couldn't fathom it um so but I mean we did get a lot of help um yeah we had some really nice friends in a different um in the in the church help us and um bring us dinners sometimes yeah. and yeah people are there for you you know people care yeah. about you and yeah, stuff. yeah yeah so but what a what a strange and and difficult experience that would have been. Oh right? yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, that's because ever did you was there anything salvaged? Like, um, did you yeah, get there anything was. Out of the um, house? There was a uh, so the the first the attic and the mm-hmm. the top floor um, were gone, um, and that's like all our bedrooms and everything mm-hmm. and. Um, and then a lot of the, the downstairs was okay. Actually, okay. they got to it in time. Um, so that was good because that's where we have a lot of our instruments, our yeah. guitars, pianos, and trumpets. We have a lot of instruments. So yeah. um, we, we were able to, to salvage a lot, but um, clothes were a little bit difficult. Um, yeah. I had like 11 shirts that someone had given me yeah um and i wore those just in different combinations for the next six months until Mm -hmm. i we could get some more so Hmm. wow that's i mean yeah so how how did you uh recover from that you said that you were in a a hotel Mm -hmm. and then you moved into a rental home yeah we moved into a, a rental house that was it's really small. It was about half the size of our, our other house, and that's where we spent Christmas. Yeah. Um, and we stayed in there f- um, into the the spring summer uh, summer months, and then we were able to. Our house was fixed enough for us to go back in. Okay. Um, and then we just kind of fixed the rest of it as we lived in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, coping was with it was hard. I felt definitely alone a lot of the times. Really? Um, yeah. So uh, it was definitely difficult, but um, it's okay. That's when I I relied heavily, uh, heaven heavily on my siblings in their yeah. friendships. So. Yeah. So do you think that overall that strengthened you as a family? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we definitely grew closer together yeah. and like established new connections, new memories. Um, and, um, yeah, we just definitely grew closer together and it helped me like be a little bit more humble and understanding of other people's struggles and trials. Cause I, I hadn't had like a 
huge trial like that mm-hmm. before. Um, and I didn't really expect to. Um, yeah, no it, wasn't, one it wasn't in the plans. Um, but it definitely had helped me understand some of the other struggles that people were going with and how to help them. Yeah. Um, even if it wasn't the exact same trial that um, they were going through. So. Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, yeah, like you said, you can't fathom it unless yeah. it happens to you, right? Yep. Uh, you're, you're the first person I've ever known to have had that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, it definitely puts a, puts an interesting perspective on your stuff and the things that matter most. <laughs> what really truly matters stuff yeah. doesn't. So yeah, it's all family. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's really good. And uh, I think, yeah, I th- I think there are probably a lot of lessons to be to be taken from that experience. Yeah. Did you ever feel bitter about it? Um, always, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. like, why would this happen? It's Christmas. Yeah. Why did this have to happen? And then all the people who came and they're like, oh, it's okay. Um, and like, we know what you're going through. And mm. it's like, you don't. Yeah. No one can know what you're going through. Yeah. Um, and people who told me like, oh, it was okay. It's, sometimes it's not, it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes life just sucks and you just need to tell so, like s- someone tell you that it's okay that it sucks. Um, mm. And just to be there for you. So I was uh, a little bit bitter that it, it happened in general. I yeah. didn't want it to. It was... No. Um, but, uh, can't really change it. So it wasn't anyone's fault. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. So it's okay not to be okay. It I, is. <laughs> I like, I like that thought cause I, I feel like a lot of people have the mindset that you always need to be happy, mm-hmm. right? So nothing can be wrong. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's interesting. Would you, would you say you're um an optimist would you say you're an optimist um i would i would i think life's better looking on the bright side yeah would you say you've always been an optimist um there are times in my life where i'm like i i don't can just i didn't consider myself an optimist this was a period of time um because there were some other things going on um Mm -hmm. at that same time my sister had broken her arm um, we thought my other sister had a brain tumor. Um, my dad was changing jobs and it was just a really hectic time. So I was mm. like, this is the worst. Like yeah. nothing is good. Um, so I was definitely a, um, a little pessimistic at that time, but, uh, I've always known I've been happier when I've been optimistic mm-hmm. um so I'll, I'll just stick with that so that's awesome well that, that's that's good that you, that you are an optimist uh I I know in general optimists seem to be happier uh, at least from my <laughs> observation that's just me though I could be totally off on that one um now to to kind of wrap it up here um well well first actually I just realized I omitted talking about how we know each other. We never talked oh, about that. Oh, oh, yes. Um, so, uh, if if uh, if we want to do that at the end, we can do that. And then, uh, but first, I want to hear. You said you have a lot of instruments. Oh yeah. 
So what what kind of stuff do you play? And is it like a big family thing that you guys are into? Or um, is it... Yeah, so my dad is very musically inclined. Really? Um, yeah, so we have two pianos, mm-hmm. 11 guitars, banjos, bass guitars, uh, 12 strings, um, a couple of flutes. Um, my sister plays the upright bass, um, trumpets, and like so the works yeah um so my dad has always taught us like different little things um i play the guitar Mm -hmm. um and i love it it's a great stress reliever for me um i used to be able to play the piano fairly well i cannot anymore regrettably um Mm. i let that talent die um maybe someday um but uh yeah, as a as a family, we always just Sunday nights. We'll always like pick a song. Um, our song recently has been um, "I Want It That Way" by the Backstreet Boys. Of course. <laughs> um, and we'll just come together and we'll each pick um, a different thing, like harmony, melody, um, different things, and we'll all just kind of jam out um, and just have like this giant family. Um, jam out session which is one of the the funnest things that's awesome so yeah we each pick a different instrument um and um, just go for it we don't care about sounding good um we we just have fun so that's awesome that's so good to to have those activities that keep you together as a family and i i appreciate at the beginning of our conversation you were talking about you know hiking going out Mm -hmm. on the weekends and doing things in the mountains Mm -hmm. um and I, I, I think that's so important and so awesome that you guys have those activities. Um, but to wrap it up, how do we know each other? <laughs> um, well, we met at a family home evening church activity. Mm-hmm. Um, you had introduced me to Tanner. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanner's my boyfriend right now. And you are Tanner's roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've just hung out a lot ever since. Yeah, just uh, become really good friends uh, yeah. through Tanner. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Well, Anna, thank you for being on my Wax Museum. It's been a great conversation, and uh, let's get on with the rest of the Sunday <laughs> evening now, all I guess. All right, thank you. And thank all of you for listening. I always appreciate seeing these different conversations and how they're taken by other people. So, of course, feedback and responses can be sent to mywaxmuseum at gmail.com. This was a great conversation I had with Anna, and I've certainly noticed that it's a theme that a lot of my guests rely on family. And a lot of my guests have become somewhat like family to me, and I'm grateful for them sharing their insights with me every single week. If you enjoyed this conversation, please feel free to leave us a review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you for listening, thank you for your feedback, and thank you for making the world a better place by lending a listening ear to someone else for five minutes today.